Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Actualization Station. I'm Chris, and this episode is our second poetry night. Thank you all so much for joining. I also wanted to thank Catherine Vodin. Thank you, Catherine, for your contributions to the show. Every little bit of support counts and means the world. So thank you guys so much for everything you do, for your likes, your subscriptions, sharing of the podcast, for being a part of Actualization Station. In our previous episode, we enjoyed another guided meditation. That was episode 10, The Limitless Sky. I hope you all enjoyed that, and for those of you that did not get to tune into that episode, but are interested in meditation perhaps, definitely take a listen. I think you'll enjoy it very much. I find meditation to be like a lost art or a secret to life. It has helped me so much in overcoming anxiety, depression, being able to feel grounded and on an even keel. It's helped me optimize my daily experience and my ability to not overreact to situations, but rather to respond. It has deepened my well of patience and as well enriched my experience of life. All the little things stand out that much more beautifully. So I highly recommend meditation in any form and if you can find any teacher that you jive with that uh, works for you i encourage you it doesn't have to be me find anybody anywhere online youtube through podcasts through local teachers at local temples or local meditation centers or wherever you have to go um you know read a book (laughs) learn about meditation because it's it's world changing and speaking of appreciating the little things as well as the immense. Let us dive back into the art of poetic language. As always, you are invited to share poetry of your own or by somebody else, as long as you include attribution. Feel free to share lyrics, uh, favorite parts of books or uh, movies, anything that uh, feels to be in the realm of poetic language that you find special. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, Overcast, and all the rest. Oh, can't forget Anchor FM. That allows you to call in to any episode and leave your own reply, as well as create your own podcast on the fly right through your own phone, which is quite convenient if you're on the go and you want to get something out. So yeah, check it out. And thank you guys so much for your support and contribution. First, I'm going to read a couple poems of my own. And next, we'll hear a couple poems by Robert Frost, read by the poet himself. This first poem is called Trees Song. May we listen. To trees song Of transmuted water And light Of cloud drops drank By heavy faces Hugging river 
lakes and streams, and smiling around lakes and vast reflective spaces. When the frost sets in, and geese climb the sky back south, and moss no longer covers the toes of wood-footed forests, tree song composes itself. Though this is, of course, how all songs must be composed. And this next poem is something I wrote some time ago. I don't remember exactly when. Uh, It's been around for a little while. I've always enjoyed it. So I'll share it with you today. It's called River's Song. Fight, river, river. Run, clear water, run. Drive your body through the timber, over, boulder, under sun. Babble, river, river. Prattle as you travel on. Scream right through the valley now. Dress your currents with foam and fog. And roll, river, river. Cut on through the mountainside. Enraged, river, river. Tear the canyon open wide. Drive the gorge with your tongue. Scatter soil, scatter silt. Puddle, pond, and shape yourself. And press your body through the gap and crevice. Sing your fury with a churning essence. And royal river, river. Toil through the underground. Crack the caves that would contain. And through fissures whistle out. To rise again. To fall as rain. To float as mists. And waft away. For rivers roll, flows on and on, as wind does blow, the river runs. And now we will hear a couple pieces by Robert Frost, beginning with Stopping by Woods on a Snowy Evening. Stopping by Woods on a Snowy Evening. Whose woods these are, I think I know. His house is in the village, though. He will not see me stopping here to watch his woods fill up with snow. My little horse must think it queer to stop without a farmhouse near, between the woods and frozen lake, the darkest evening of the year. He gives his harness bells a shake to ask if there is some mistake. The only other sounds, the sweep of easy wind and downy flake. The woods are lovely, dark and deep, but I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep and miles to go before I sleep. Robert Frost, ladies and gentlemen. Let him know. Yeah, dude. On point, man. You know, people debate about what that poem means. but I think Robert's... uh, just talking about a moment when uh see something beautiful and then he gets so lost in it that everything is so perfect that he could die right there and he has to remind himself that uh still got miles to go before he can sleep. You know, he's got things to do still. He's got uh, commitments perhaps. Maybe he's got a career or some other involvements and he's got to, you know, got got to keep going for a while. This is beautiful. This is perfect. This is so good. I could stay right here and 
just fall asleep comfortably in the freezing cold and, uh, you know, pass on. But no, no, things to do in this world. Got to get some more good out there while I can. The woods are lovely, dark, and deep. But I have promises to keep. And miles to go before I sleep. And miles to go before I sleep. All right, so now we're going to hear one more poem by Robert Frost. Titled, Birches. When I see birches bent to left and right across the lines of straighter, darker trees, I like to think some boy's been swinging them. But swinging doesn't bend them down to stay as ice storms do. Often you must have seen them loaded with ice a sunny winter morning after a rain. They click upon themselves as the breeze rises and turn many-colored as the stir cracks and crazes their enamel. Soon the sun's warmth makes them shed crystal shells, shattering and avalanching on the snow crust. Such heaps of broken glass to sweep away, you'd think the inner dome of heaven had fallen. They're dragged to the withered bracken by the load, and they seem not to break. Though once they're bowed so low for long, they never right themselves. You may see their trunks arching in the woods years afterward, trailing their leaves on the ground like girls on hands and knees that throw their hair before them over their heads to dry in the sun. But I was going to say, when truth broke in with all her matter of fact about the ice storm, I should prefer to have had some boy bend them as he went out or in to fetch the cows, some boy too far from town to learn baseball, whose only play was what he found himself, summer or winter, and could play alone. One by one he subdued his father's trees by riding them down over and over again, until he took the stiffness out of them, and not one but hung limp. Not one was left for him to conquer. He learned all there was to learn about not launching out too soon and so not carrying the tree away clear to the ground. He always kept his poise to the top branches, climbing carefully with the same pains you used to fill a cup up to the brim and even above the brim. Then he flung outward, feet first with a swish, kicking his way down through the air to the ground. So was I once myself a swinger of birches, and so I dream of going back to be. It's when I'm weary of considerations, and life is too much like a pathless wood where your face burns and tickles with the cobwebs broken across it, and one eye is weeping from a twig's having lashed across it open. I'd like to get away from earth a while, and then come back to it and begin over. May no fate willfully misunderstand me and half grant what I wish and snatch me away not to return. Earth's the right place for love. I don't know where it's likely to go better. I'd like to go by climbing a birch tree and climb black branches up a snow-white trunk toward heaven till the tree could bear no more but dipped its top and set me down again. That would be good both going and coming back. One could do worse than be a swinger of virtues. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed these poems tonight. And, as always, if you have poems of your own that you would like to share, please do. You're totally welcome to. You simply download the free Anchor FM app. 
find an episode of Actualization Station, click that message button, and you can reply with your own favorite poem. You can actually call into the show at any time to leave your own thoughts or questions regarding any episode, so feel free to do so. In addition, if you would like to contribute to Actualization Station, you can do so through Anchor FM. That's anchor.fm forward slash actualization station. You can also do so through our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash actualization station. Patreon spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And uh, stay tuned for our next episode which will be... Uh, i got a few things uh, I've been working on. We'll see which one I end up finishing up first. All right, guys. I love you all. Thank you so much for all that you do and all that you are. And keep on pushing. Keep on going. Keep on rowing that boat on forward. Going with the flow of life. Breathe deep. Breathe easy. Meditate daily. Appreciate those little things. Keep it strong, keep it beautiful. You got this. Talk to you soon. This has been Actualization Station.